Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Two of our broadcast. <laughs> really interesting to see the responses to the admission that NORAD somehow missed somehow missed balloon incursions in the past. We have this. Now, Vince, you know, if they could have smeared Trump with this previously, they would have. Please tell me how they missed them back during Trump. But now they know. So did China tell them? Or did Joe's Wayback Machine start working again? <laughs> it's, this is why Donald Trump is the only logical choice to be president, because there is an entire shadow government that runs this country. Any other president gets installed will not be able to push back against it. it I, let me just tell you, I'm so tired of this, this shadow government and... What's the other thing that everybody kept quoting over and over again? The deep state. Let me just tell you what I've said before, and I will say it again. Unless there is a serious effort to take down this entire thing, I don't want to hear anybody talking about the deep state. It's a waste of freaking time. So don't waste my time talking about it. So unless you have a plan to dismantle this, and empower the people. Don't talk about it. Don't waste my time. I know I get worked up about this, but I'm so tired of it. The deep state, the deep state, the deep state. And let me just tell you, and I don't care, and, I, and, I'm, and, and I'm saying this because, let me just say it. I, I have a good friend, and one of the things we're working on this year is to get rid of disclaimers. Because a lot of times I will do that before I tell somebody something. It's like I'm trying to soften the blow about what I'm about ready to say. But let me just come right out and say it. If you are a true leader and you have power, if you believe the deep state or whatever, the surveillance state, all these things are so horrible, tell Congress to bring legislation to the floor to dismantle this entire system. In fact, don't ask, demand. And tell them. You want them to deliver something to you in 90 days. First 90 days of your presidency to dismantle the surveillance state. 
do a complete overhaul, maybe shut down of the FBI and start all over again. See, unless you're not going to take big steps like this, I don't want to hear you're crying, you're moaning, you're whining about the deep state. I hope you don't think, some of you, I'm mad or upset with you. I'm not. I just don't think we have the time to waste on whining. There just is not time. If you want to do something about something, do it. And I have a hard time. I said this about Barack Obama. I said the same thing about Donald Trump. You are the freaking most powerful person on the planet as president of the United States of America. I don't need a whiner-in-chief. I need a commander-in-chief. Take charge. Get things done. If something's wrong, fix it. That's what I would do if I were president first day. Call the leaders of Congress and say, how can we get rid of this stuff? How can we do it? Not will we. Oh, can we work together? No. It's time to get rid of all of this garbage. To stop monitoring Americans. And this has to be tied, I know I'm going into deep waters here, this has to be tied to our currency. This has to go to repealing the Federal Reserve Act. Why, I've not heard Donald Trump talk about that, I'm, and I'm not just picking on him, but I'm saying this, this is not a matter of being for or against anybody. I'm telling you what I'm looking for. I'm looking for somebody who wants to come in and restore If that's not the objective, and you're just coming in, you think you're a better manager of big government, please stay the hell home. I am not interested in your services. Not in the least bit. Just stay home. (laughs) Okay. Over on the text line from the upstate. Deep state, deep state, deep state. All we ever have are hearings. When the last time you heard someone say, Marshall, take this person into custody, deep state, (laughs) this person is trying to troll me, I think. Vince for president from this texture, I will run your campaign. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Let's get to Transformation Tuesday. Another item from Dr. Steve Crosby. I want you to listen very carefully. And this is one of the things I so appreciate about Steve. If we're walking any particular journey that has any value, we're constantly growing. We're able to look at ourselves and acknowledge our shortcomings, acknowledge where we were wrong. Always forward-looking, but willing to look back and say, you know what, I really had this wrong. Here's what Steve posted. Is it possible anything you may have learned in Sunday school or were taught in your local church or local church Bible college might be wrong, incomplete, or not quite the whole story? The answer is yes. Not only possible, but guaranteed. I did three years of local church Bible college. It wasn't college. It was indoctrination camp. Frankly, it was an elitist cult, though no one could have convinced me of that at the time. That's the delusional nature of elitism. 
It is crucifying to ego to admit to myself over the years that I was ignorantly complicit in propagating the indoctrination that I received. It took me about a decade of pain to unlearn the garbage. Father cannot reach us until the thing in which we have invested ourselves proves to be bankrupt through our life experiences. Let me read this to you again. This is so important. Father cannot reach us until the thing in which we have invested ourselves proves itself to be bankrupt through our life experiences. As long as we think this is working. This usually takes time and pain. As long as that thing, whatever it is, is propping up our ego and false identity, we will cling to it like a starving man on a bologna sandwich. I did seven years of undergraduate and graduate studies. Took me about 12 years of independent work to unlearn the garbage. Ditto to above. I consider one of the greatest gifts of God to me personally is the perennial unwiring and rewiring the Father faithfully and patiently oversees in my life every day. I hold to the person of Christ tightly. I hold to my understanding of the person of Christ loosely. This is powerful, isn't it? My life is not the pattern for all humanity, but neither do I think that my case is that unusual. Let me repeat that again. I hold to the person of Christ tightly. I hold to my understanding of the person of Christ loosely. That's what growth is all about, folks. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program before we move on here, because I'm a nice guy, I'm going to give a couple of people the opportunity to talk, beginning with the call from Bob, been patiently waiting here for a few minutes out of Harrisburg. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. I 
I've been 40 more 40 year Alaskan, and I've done a lot of work in the Aleutian Islands. Uh, 1,500 miles west of Anchorage, there's an island called Shemia. Shemia is the headquarters of a very large defense monitoring station. Uh, and it's very high tech. That balloon flew right over within 100 miles of Shemia. Now, Alaska has 500,000 square miles of remote land. And we have a population of 800,000 folks. So there's about one person per square mile. They could have shot that balloon down over dry land and recovered everything they needed to recover. Letting it go into the sea was a really stupid mistake. I'm not being mean-spirited here, but uh, sometimes stupid is the word to fit. That's what I got to tell you. I could have dropped that anywhere. In the, you know, the state of Alaska is monitored. There's major right. military construction uh, uh, services. There are two major Air Force bases and a, several remote site military stations. They would have seen that before it even got to Shemya. You know, I'm kind of curious about this, Bob. Do you think if this had... Uh, one of the reasons, and I don't think we even talked about it here, I think one of the reasons this even became an issue is because it became revealed, and it was revealed by people discovering this balloon. I think it was a local TV station that... Uh, do you think they would have loved if this thing never got any attention and ultimately they wouldn't have done a darn thing. Is it? Do you think that's what would have happened? Yeah, I think it's exactly what would happen. There's no reason to wait for it to get to Montana. They'd already had it in the air for about 3,000 miles, and they were watching it the whole way. <laughs> it, it's This could all be rather humorous if we're not so serious, Bob. Very much yeah, appreciate your, your call into the broadcast and sharing your experience. Let's go next to the city of Charlotte and Winston. Good morning, Winston. It's been a while, Vince. Good to talk to you. Just enjoy the show tremendously. Vince, tonight's speech, I don't know if Joe Biden, he always likes to talk about, we're, we're fighting for Ukraine's democracy. That's why we're giving the, the missiles, the, the, the missiles, the tanks. But when it's democracy, it was promised when we when they handed Hong Kong off to China, the deal was that they were going to retain some de democratic liberties, freedom of speech, and so so forth. Yet to, yesterday, a trial had started, put on trial by the uh, activists for democracy a couple years ago, that uh, they faced life imprisonment. And it's basically a shutdown of any free speech in Hong Kong. Now, if Joe Biden had any, well, you know, he would probably <laughs> go ahead and uh, expose this big lie. What do you think about this, Vince? What a are lot. we going to do about Hong Kong and, and, nothing. and the backsliding China did on the deal? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You're right on the money, Winston. They've been sold down the river, and nobody cares because the cost of standing up is one politically these folks are just not willing to bear. I mean, that's it really is that simple, Winston. It's rather unfortunate, but this is not the America that um, many of us uh, believe in. Speaking
speaking of such, let's talk about some cultural things. Beginning here, how many of you watched the Grammys the other night? I did not. But it's interesting what has happened after the Grammys, some of the reaction. There, you know, despite all the awards that Beyonce won, there was a great deal of disappointment that she did not win Album of the Year. In fact, there's a lot of resentment out there. And some of this is racially driven. And so it's especially galling to people that Harry Styles would end up being the winner. So I wanted to share this because it's a good lead-in to addressing something that needs to be addressed. This is part of the speech from Harry Styles when he received his prize. Listen. I don't think any of us sit in the studio thinking, making decisions based on what is going to get us one of these. This is really, really kind. I'm so, so grateful. I'm going to pass it over to my collaborators who are, I'm just so, uh, this doesn't happen to people like me very often, and this is so, so nice. Thank you very, very much. Isn't it very moving to listen to? It is for me. I don't know anything about this guy. Frankly, don't care. Don't care about any of the drama associated with this. Here's the headline for one story. Harry Styles slammed for clueless remark during his Album of the Year Grammy speech. Clueless. You ask, what was this about? One journalist called Styles' comment the most white privileged thing to ever be uttered at an award show ever for all time. <laughs> Seriously. The Sign of the Times singer ended a pretty standard acceptance speech by saying, this doesn't happen to people like me very often. That remark rubbed some viewers the wrong way, considering he was up against the likes of the Puerto Rican-born Bad Bunny and Beyonce, whose respective wins would have signified the first Spanish-language album to win the award or the first black woman to win the award since 1999. To many, a white artist winning the coveted award felt like just another instance of the Recording Academy's tendency to praise and maintain the status quo. Probably doesn't help the Recording Academy's membership is only 31% women, 33% from traditionally underrepresented communities, according to the organization. This doesn't happen to people like me. Is the most white, privilegedest thing to ever be uttered at an award show ever for all time. That's from Sam Sanders. What he tweeted shortly after style speech. Vulture podcast host and former NPR journalist. Other Twitter users agreed. Although it's unclear what Styles meant by people like me, many of his fans assumed he meant someone who began their career in a boy band. Styles' representation did not respond to a request for comment. I just have to tell you that, just as a human being, I very much... Just listen to people and their words. I don't know what his... In fact, if I had the conversation I'd had, what did you mean by that? But the assumption is, the immediate go-to here is race. You're a white boy. Here you are, yet another 
white person winning this award. What a stupid thing for you to say. Well, I'm here to say, shut the hell up. Get a life, people. There are things, more things to life than race. We'll talk about this and another little cultural icon as we continue. Stay with us. Talk about uh, straight to the point. This texter says, Grammys are trash. Well, Vince, if these black or Hispanic women want to win, maybe they should make better music. Ooh. Another texter. I think he was misunderstood. Referring to Harry Styles in his comments. I think he was misunderstood. The racist left looks to jump on everything. Yep. I don't know where this person was going. He could be gay. <laughs> really? Where did that come from? In the upstate, might be some racism involved, but I've also always considered the fact there's more whites buying records than black just due to population percentage. My opinion during the 70s and 80s was the Earth, Wind, and Fire should have won Album of the Year at least eight times. Vince, I did not even know the Grammys were on. That's how disinterested and disconnected I've become with them. I would rather stand next to him. What is this? Oh. <laughs> oh. Extra words in here. I would rather stand next to inactive railroad track waiting for a train to come that I know is not going to come. <laughs> Jeff says, actually, I was too busy trying to score a date. Did you succeed, Jeff? Be very curious. Vince of the Grammys, when Harry Styles won Album of the Year, why didn't Kanye West hop up on stage and snatch the award from Styles and then say, this award be belongs to Beyonce? <laughs> that would have been entertaining. <laughs> Remember Morgan Freeman, that interview with Mike Wallace, when they were talking about race? It would be valuable for folks to watch it in today's world. We could all grow together by listening to that message. Amen to that, which is why I played that last week. And I will play it again sometime. My thoughts, sir, if they give the awards to say all black members, whether their music was good or bad, just to justify and satisfy their need for accomplishment. <sighs> yeah. Wouldn't that then diminish the award or make it obsolete? Maybe their thoughts are, give it to the best as opposed to just the minority. Apparently, it is too hard for that crowd to understand that. Yeah, this is really, this is getting old. This texter would like to know, what is a Grammy? <laughs> All right. We also have this, and 
I have a, a good friend I was just talking with last night, and one of the things that, and, and I was talking about this friend to another friend, and I said, one of the reasons I so appreciate, for whatever reason, I've always felt comfortable that I can say whatever to this person. That I don't have to do disclaimers. I can just come out and say what needs to be said. And I think in my old age, I'm getting a little bolder. I was tempted to say something to this person on social media. I actually have not seen her in decades. It was back during my time in Indianapolis when I met her. Her name is Denise. Here's what she posted on social media yesterday. Microaggressions and privilege are wearing my nerves down to a dangerous level. I was so tempted to ask her a question. This is what I do very often. I don't come at people, but a lot of times I'll just ask questions. The question I would probably ask her is, do you think you may be the person with the problem rather than other people? By the way, I have in front of me a book, and, and we had Brand Hansen on this show some time ago. He's written a book that I, it stares me in the face every time I walk in here. It's called Unoffendable, How Just One Change Can Make All of Life Better. I, I love this book. I love Brandt's message, which is we need to make ourselves unoffendable. We've got a culture that is just cultivating offense. Can you imagine going around wearing all this stuff? What uh, Microaggressions? Okay, what is the key word in that entire phrase that I shared with you in that entire line. Micro. It's small. Get over it. And stop letting people see the thing is what happens is people are reading stuff that just isn't there. Okay, I've got to get to this quickly. And this has been circulating around social media. I don't know why, but it has been rediscovered. It's audio from Mr. Rogers, as in Fred Rogers. I'm going to share a couple of clips with you. One of them is a song that he shared on his show. It's funny because someone posted, trigger warning, this is the most upsetting thing you will see all weekend. Are you ready for it? I'm not going to give you an intro. I want you to listen to this song. This is Mr. Rogers. And just listen to this message, how simple it is, Mr. Rogers singing about the two genders. Listen up. Boys are boys from the beginning. If you were born a boy, you stay a boy. Girls are girls right from the start. If you were born a girl, you stay a girl and grow up to be a lady. Only girls can be the mummies. Only boys can be the daddies. My goodness. In just a few seconds, <laughs> this has just blown up so many things that are no longer just taken for granted anymore. By the way, I always, the cynical part of me, the girls grow up to be ladies. Well, I hope so. And I'd say the same thing of guys. I hope they grow up to be gentlemen. Sadly, so many aren't. But that's another story. We don't take this for granted anymore, do we? 
What's the reason behind this? Well, there's a conversation that took place on Johnny Carson's show. This is 1980. Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers, explaining this song and why it's so important. Listen up. Now, what's the second verse? Boys are boys from the beginning. Girls are girls right from the start. Everybody's fancy, everybody's fine, your body's fancy, and so is mine. Because sometimes children think that they might change. They might have to change after a while. And, you know, we laugh about that now. But it's because we had that concern when we were little. Yeah, because you're really not sure, and you thought maybe you'd become a girl, or a, a girl would become a boy, right? Exactly. <laughs> you hear people laughing? This was 1980. Not funny anymore, is it? Because all of a sudden, all of this stuff is under question. And can you imagine what they would do now to Fred Rogers? He would be vilified. I wonder what he would do, how he would respond to such criticism. I'm just glad for his sake he's not around to deal with the nonsense. Stay with us. up here on the text line style sounds like a foreigner i suspect that's what he meant when he learned he won a prestigious american music award possibly what else do we have here this person in response to what i said about my facebook friend and microaggressions she would probably say that you're being microaggressive <laughs> Exactly. Also, are we being offended or allowing ourselves to take offense for a selfish reason? Ooh, that is good. On the Mr. Rogers clip, girls will be girls, boys will be boys. I love it when people try to offend me. I literally laugh at them as I refuse to give that rubbish power over me. It's just words. It's up to you whether you give those words the power to offend you. Amen. This person, why should I take Mr. Rogers' word for it? <laughs> About boys will be boys, girls will be girls. Lola, it's a mixed up world and a shook up world, said my Lola. Let us see. Good morning, Vince. Loving your show. God will bless you for your service, especially when you get to heaven. Thank you so much. That's from Deanna. Well, thank you for your kind words. Rogers, didn't he live in a white Republican neighborhood? <laughs> I would certainly say he was hardly, I suspect. I don't know his politics. I don't think he was conservative by any means. I don't know, though. I really don't. 
the people on the Carson show were laughing because all this gender crap didn't exist back then. And the song was correct. Look at Canada now. It's a crime to call somebody a he when they feel they're a she. It's, it's a mess, isn't it? Why is it when kids have issues regarding sexuality, we assume the problem is the body is what's wrong and needs to be altered to match a current emotional or psychological state of mind? That would be like having a suicide hotline, and when someone calls, the protocol is great. How can I help with that? We provide ropes and firearms for free. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that sends chills down my spine. That's exactly what we're doing, isn't it? That is exactly what we're doing. Mm. This texture in the upstate, we are so far gone. Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Amen. Ah. I hope. This is an opportunity for you to enjoy at least a couple of hours of sanity (laughs) where your sanity is affirmed. You don't need me to agree with you, but it's, isn't it nice to have somebody just affirm, you know, I call these sanity checks. Sometimes I have these with people I know. Let's say I talk to somebody who's having an issue or maybe I had an encounter of some type that just caused me to wonder about my own sanity. That's what I call sanity checks. So hopefully we can serve that purpose right here. What do you think? Time for us to very quickly get to the day in history. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing real good, Vince. Terrific. 1817, Baltimore got the very first gas streetlight in America. Can you believe that was way back in 1817? Long history for that. Yeah, it's, really a, it's, a, it's a faint memory, but yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, 1882. John L. Sullivan, the last bare-knuckle boxing champ, he beat Patty Ryan. That's big business again. Yes, it is. Fighting. Oh, my goodness. 1894, here's one for you. An instrument maker, a musical instrument maker, his name was... Adolf Sachs. He passed away on this day in 1894. What do you think this man made? Uh, the oboe? <laughs> Mr. Sachs, what are you going to call this thing? Uh, Will it be the saxophone? Uh, that is pretty funny. That is uh, really good. Yes, a number of other musical instruments, wind and brass instruments, pianos, harps, guitars, Study the flute and the clarinet. This guy was a musical genius, apparently. So that's pretty awesome. 1943, World War I rationing of leather shoes in the USA. You could actually, actually World War II, you could only buy three pair per year. That's pretty weird. 1962, a full trade embargo put in place with Cuba. Who was the president who did that? Uh, that would have been Castro. Well, you're talking about the American president. <laughs> yes. Uh, was it Kennedy? It's Kennedy indeed. And that's all the time we have, folks. Thanks a lot for joining us in the broadcast. Have yourselves a great day. 
Be safe out there, and God bless you. Adios. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.